Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. This week, we're in 2 Samuel chapter 2, verses 4 through 7, and continuing our study of David's life. And as a takeaway for today, I want you to think about honoring the memory. I'm going to read. 2 Samuel 2, 4 through 7, and the passage states, Then the men of Judah came to Hebron, and there they anointed David over the tribe of Judah. When David was told that it was the men of Jabesh Gilead who had buried Saul, he sent messengers to them to say to them, The Lord bless you for showing this kindness to Saul, your master, by burying him. May the Lord now show you kindness and faithfulness, and I too will show you the same favor because you have done this. Now then, be strong and brave, for Saul, your master, is dead, and the people of Judah have anointed me king over them. The men of Jabesh Gilead, just to give a bit of backstory as to what happened, they sent their warriors, their valiant men to Beth Shan, uh, which was in Philistia, to retrieve the remains of Saul and his sons. After Saul and his sons were killed on Mount Gilboa, I believe, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, after they were killed in battle uh, with the Philistines, they took the bodies of Saul and three of his sons that were killed in battle. They stripped them of their armor, decapitated them, and then put them on the wall like you hang a portrait. They hung up the remains of these valiant men, stuck them on the wall and and left them there uh, just as a trophy. You know, just as, as people would mount a trophy, they mounted those kings on the walls there in Bethshan. When Jabesh Gilead got wind of this, again, they sent their valiant men down there to retrieve them. So these men in Jabesh Gilead were ready to fight and die in order to retrieve the remains of their king. And that says a lot about Uh, These men that they were willing to put their lives on the lines in order to ensure that Saul and his sons had the proper burial in order to honor their memory. They were willing to do that and they had reason to do that. Number one, Saul was the king and the first king. And one of the first things that he did when he was anointed king and there were still some questions like oh, we don't know about this one you know he was hiding when they went to look for him I don't know if Saul's the man the Lord put his spirit upon him and, and really stirred him up when he heard that Jabesh Gilead had been captured by the Ammonites and that they were talking about killing the people of Jabesh Gilead uh, after they had captured them Saul when he got word of it, he was strengthening the Lord, went out and took about 300,000 men of Israel with him and they rescued Jabesh Gilead. Now, uh, some more backstory. Jabesh Gilead was on the eastern side 
of the Jordan River. So uh, Manasseh and I believe Ephraim and half of another tribe. I forget which one. I feel like it was Dan. But either way, they were on the eastern side of the River Jordan. They were not part of mainland Israel. But they were still Israelites. They were still under uh, the reign of the king of Israel. So Saul went over there and to help them. And not only that, they had experienced different issues and things in the past. Even before there was a king, when there were judges, uh, they wouldn't go to fight with some of the rest of the Israelites. And the Israelites wound up turning on Manasseh, who was there in Jabesh Gilead, and wiping them out nearly. And then after that, there were still some left around and another kingdom came in and wiped out nearly all the men in that second one and kept only the women. Uh, the Israelites then saved them and gave them to some Benjamites to keep the name of Manasseh alive. So uh, they had a part of Joseph's lineage as being part of Manasseh as well as Benjamin's lineage because of the Benjamites that married the remaining about 400 uh Manasseh women that were saved by the Israelites if you know anything about Saul Saul is a part of the line of Benjamin he was in the the lineage of Benjamin so the first king was from that specific tribe so there, there was he had a, a responsibility to them as being their king and they also had the added incentive of knowing that uh, they are closely related to him because of the Benjamites that went in and raised up the name of Manasseh. So again, that this was the first thing he did as a king. This is how his kingdom really was established. After all of this happened, Samuel and the rest of the Israelites had another coronation ceremony for Saul because this specific act really set him apart and it was like you know what no he is the man he is the one that God has called to be king let us honor him so again the men of Jabesh Gilead had a lot and just the people had a lot of honor and respect for them because had it not been for that act that Saul did they may not be alive the Ammonites were like, no, we're not going to make a treaty with you. We're going to take out an eye of every one of you all, and then we're going to kill you all. So they wouldn't even be around if it weren't for what Saul did. So they went and got him. Him and his uh, boys brought him back, uh, burned away the remaining pieces of flesh that were there, and then buried his bones under a tamarisk tree. They were honoring the king because, again, he was the king and because of the sacrifice that he made for them. Now, I am recording this on Memorial Day, and that's not by happenstance because Memorial Day is set aside as a day to honor those who have died in battle so that we here in the United States of America uh, can live our lives and, and live according to the credo and the the constitution of the country so they were doing the same thing they were kind of they were providing a memorial for 
Saul because of all he did like we on today celebrate this day to honor those I was just doing some research and and looking into the history of Memorial Day I was scrolling through my timeline on social media and I saw some information I was like "Hmm, I didn't know about that now as I dug a little deeper into it I found that as far as the history of the day is concerned it is so convoluted and so disputed that there's a university that has a, a program set up specifically dedicated to the research of Memorial Day. I mean, it, it's crazy. Some people say, yes, you know, this stems from the Civil War. Much of it from the Civil War with uh, people decorating the graves of uh, the veterans during the Civil War on both the North and the South sides. Uh, and then after the Civil War as well, right after President Lincoln died in April of 1865, a number of people went out and started dressing the, the graves of different soldiers and things of that nature as a means of commemorating them and their lives because of Lincoln dying. Well, one thing that happened specifically in May of 1865 that really stands out and is really one of the foundational ways that we celebrate Memorial Day and let me go back there was also Decoration Day uh, as it was called it may have been this as well but anyway one of the things that stands out to me especially as being African American uh, is what happened in Charleston South Carolina on May 1st of 1865 where some freed Slaves went across to a a Confederate prison where there were men buried there, people, prisoners that were buried in a mass grave there. They exhumed those bodies and, and those bones, took them and gave them a proper burial, not a mass burial, but gave them a proper burial, individual plots for those 275 people. And they did that on their own time, on their own dime. And it took them about two weeks to do all of this. After they completed this, they then had a parade in honor of those men. 10,000 freed slaves parading in the streets of South, or I should say Charlotte, not Charlotte, Charleston, South Carolina, as a means of honoring those who died in the war for their freedom. That that just really, again, like I said, it resonated with me, resonates with me as being an African-American and specifically one who has roots in South Carolina. My great grandfather was from South Carolina. So it's highly probable that my ancestors were responsible for helping to memorialize these men who died in the Civil War on the side of the Union, uh, which then brought about the abolishment of slavery. So, uh, again, it's important to have a proper burial. I was looking online one day recently and I saw that somewhere and I think I want to say it was in New York, but I don't remember. Don't quote me. 
but there's some place where they are doing human composting so people can give their bodies over to uh, these compost and and be yeah composted i i don't know what to say about that i mean you have the right to do what you want but there's there's honor and there's respectability and there's a sacredness that goes along with a proper burial which is the reason why the men of jbs gilead did what they did but again that uh to each his own and you have the ability to do that so yeah, to, again to each his own but david wanted to honor the men of jbs gilead the people the the inhabitants of jbs gilead for what they did which is why he sent the word that he sent to them and you think about this yes saul was king yes he should be honored but this is the same man that was trying to kill david this is the same one that made his life miserable he was an outlaw he was on the run he and his men constantly having to move constantly having to run from him constantly showing Saul I'm not trying to kill you I'm not trying to take your spot I know what I've been anointed to do but I would not lay a hand on you where Saul was jealous and trying to kill him he yet honored Saul in life as well as in death and he loved him because this was his father-in-law and he honored him as his father regardless of the things that he did he honored Dave, or should say he honored Saul as his father. It's important that we honor the memory of those that have given unto us, those who have sacrificed for us, those who have helped us to live life. They may or may not always do honorable things. As a matter of fact, much of their lives may be dishonorable. And when you look at Saul's life, especially in relation to David and in relation to a number of the things he did uh, with regards to David, it was dishonorable. Yes, you're my son-in-law. I gave you my daughter because you killed Goliath, but now I'm taking her away and giving her to someone else. I mean, he did a lot of dirty stuff to David, but David yet honored him. David yet loved him. David yet respected him to the point that the man who came to tell David that Saul had died and claimed to be the one to kill Saul, David killed him. You know, he, he gave much respect and honor to his father, Saul. And likewise, we're to do that. Ten Commandments says, honor your mother and father. Ephesians chapter six, verses two through three says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth regardless of what your parents have or have not done in your life it's important that you honor them because there are aspects of them that make up who you are now so how do we honor them especially in those situations i, I know especially as being an african-american man and doing my research that the vast majority of african-american children grow up in single parent households which means that one of their parents is not there if they're if they're being re reared by their parents at all they may be being reared by grandparents they may be being reared by aunts and uncles you just don't know 
how do you go about honoring these people, whether they're in your life or not in your life? You honor them by how you live. You honor them by doing the things that you know to do that are right. In some cases, the way you honor them is doing the exact opposite of the things that they've done. You see the things that they've done. You see the the hurt and the harm and the pain that has caused not only yourself, but others. And you honor them by taking their example and leading a life that's opposite of it. There are many different ways in order to honor your parents, but find those things that are honorable about them. Do your best to speak well of them. And this is not just your parents. These are, you know, your leaders. We have a leader right now uh, in the United States of America that a number of people have issues with. I don't think there's a leader that's ever been universally uh, loved and, and accepted by the people that they lead. That's just human nature. Uh, this one seems to be more of a firebrand and more of a polarizing figure. You know, you either really love or uh, really detest. Thank God for them because he got put him there for a reason. Pray for him and whatever things he does well, give honor for those things. Just again, do your best to honor your leadership honor specifically those who've gone before you and those who have poured into you to make you who you are so say la pause and think about this until next time god bless and keep it together